0: I am Damla Akhtekin, I am a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. Hello everyone, welcome to Conversations with Healers. Today I have Shelly Grande with me. Welcome Shelly. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Yes, it's great to have you. So um, please tell us more about you.
1: About me? Okay. Um, I'm a yoga teacher, a Reiki master, and a creator of malas, which are meditation tools that look like this. Yes. So those are, I would say, like my three main things that I offer as... um, Self-love services is what I call them. I love
0: that. I was looking at that last night. Your website literally says self-love services, and then everything, the yoga, the Reiki, the meditation, and the malas mm-hmm. seems to be falling under that. Yeah. So, um, so we, we talk a lot about self-healing and healing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we go into like what it all means for you, tell me a little bit about your own self-healing journey and the journey as a healer because i would consider you a
1: healer so thank you (laughs) um so a little bit of how i've came to all these things yeah okay um i always say i found yoga on my mat when i was living abroad in australia i found home on my mat when i was living abroad in australia so through yoga is like where i found this feeling and space of being home um And it was, I was going through a breakup and I was just like processing a lot of things. And it was when I got on my mat that I felt I could move through all of it and find this space of presence and awareness and acceptance. So that was many years ago when I was living in Australia. That was after college. And so yoga became like an important tool for me in my toolbox and that I continuously come to for my self care every day. And then Reiki actually sort of followed me around wherever I was going, which is how I knew it was so right. Um, when I first lived in Oregon, I nannied for a family that the mom was a Reiki master. And then when I moved to Australia, my neighbor was a Reiki master. And then when I moved to Colorado, my, the family I needed for, the mom was a Reiki master. So it was just like continuously coming wherever I was. Mm-hmm. And I was learning more and more about it everywhere I went. So as soon as I came back to New England, I was like, all right, it's my turn to study and become a Reiki master um, and share that. Because I've just learned so much and it helped me so much. Um, so those were major tools in my toolbox for the last like close to a decade I would say and then when I found kundalini yoga and mantra that was a whole other layer of magic Um, and mantra are these short positive statements that are just power packed with the potential of cutting through any negativity and just bringing you to this like higher vibration of positivity, as you know, but just for everybody yes, else. <laughs>
0: because they, they were also a lifesaver for me in my own journey hmm. when I started on my journey of motherhood. Um, I, I, you know, for me, it was a little different than I, um, with you because I started with yoga, and Reiki was there too. But then I came to a point where where yoga wasn't available to me mm-hmm. in the way that it was. So then I needed to find other ways of connecting with myself, and that's mm-hmm. when mantras came in. That's when crystals came in. Um, but I I love the way you're describing that. Um, first of all, I love the the symbology of the the women.
1: The three women,
0: the the Mm -hmm. maternal, the feminine, almost like the feminine healing energy sort of being manifested as these women in your life. Definitely. Um, And then I love how you said um, the tools in my toolbox. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily about um, those, even though they matter, it's not necessarily about those tools, but what those tools get you Mm -hmm. or what those tools help you connect with. Mm-hmm. So, um, how
1: would you say self healing works how it works? I think it could be different for everyone, but I think it's just finding what supports what feels like it fills you up and what honors your truth mm-hmm. so for me, it's always like getting on my mat and moving through anything that's up for me that doesn't feel like in alignment with my highest and best and just like moving through it and finding acceptance and compassion for myself and others. And um, so that's, I think, the different feelings that you want to invite in when you're practicing self-healing. Um, and everybody will have a different tool, potentially, that they yes. connect with.
0: Yeah, and I find that the only way to really find out is you go in there.
1: Yeah. You, you try it out. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Exactly. Because otherwise, how are you going to know if it fits or not? Exactly. Um, so the mantras, mm. what kind of mantras do you love? What I love so many mantras. What do you feel is the essence of I know you talked a little bit about it, but what's the uh, what's the healing that we get mm. when we work with mantras?
1: I think if you work with a mantra, especially if you're using so the whole idea of the mala is to have it for meditating with a mantra. So going from there's 108 beats, and going from bead to bead repeating that mantra whether it's internally or externally and when you do that a mantra can bring you to this beautiful heightened state of meditation and it's just like such presence and ease and divinity that's just radiating so that's what I love so much about mantra Mm -hmm. and just their capacity to bring you yeah to that higher space and depending on what you're working through like if you're trying to move through obstacles maybe you love the mantra for ganesha and like there's so there's so many different ones and i love a lot of mantra because i first came into it a little bit in my ashtanga yoga practice which is with the opening and closing invocation in sanskrit but also in kundalini which a lot of it is in gurmukhi i also like i love those mantras as well so there's just like a wide variety that have really spoken to me and like
0: Yes, oh so just course. to let our listeners who may not be familiar with Miki or, or mantras know that Miki is the, it means language of the guru, right? Mm-hmm. So it's something that um, um, the guru or the teacher sort of goes into meditation and births out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's one of the ways that Kundalini Yoga uses um, that. Um, so with the mantra, um, for me, that was the only thing that worked, after mm-hmm. I gave birth, I couldn't meditate. I couldn't practice yoga. Mm. So um, the mantras I feel are such a sort of an ignored technology almost.
1: Yeah.
0: In that they're they're completely powerful, mm-hmm. and they can get you from frizzled to very centered very quickly. Absolutely. And um, tell me about you make malas too. Tell me yes. about that that part yes. of
1: it. Yes. So what is
0: a mala, and it, well it is
1: it, it is a meditation tool so it also looks beautiful but it is a reminder every mala that i make i attach a mantra to it so it's a reminder of that mantra to you to have with you all the time and also to utilize in your uh, meditation but i love making them so whoever it is um I make it uniquely for you, so I ask, if you go to my website, there's a a mala form, and so I'll ask, like, what's up for you right now, what are your intentions, what colors are you drawn towards, and from that information and tuning into your energy, I can create and design a mala specifically for you. And you also teach people how to make. Yes. I also... Have occasional day retreats where we make a mala necklace? Yeah.
0: I can tell from experience because I went through a phase of mala making. Yeah. <laughs> I figured, you know, I love mantras, I love crystals. Why don't I right. combine the two? Which was, I quickly realized that I cannot um, do this commercially because it's such a um, okay. The tassels get me. <laughs> the tassels, tassels. Yeah, I do make my own tassels. <laughs> tassel making was my breaking point. <laughs> that was tricky at first. And yeah. I, mean, I figured it out. But I was like, no way. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like naturally an impatient person, so, so right. I'm not going to sit like make a hundred <laughs> tassels. No way. But I do appreciate it when people do okay. it. Or I mean, I'm okay with doing it as a hobby. Like, you know, every once in a while I, I right. do make them still. Um, but there's something about malas that I feel, first of all, if you make them with crystals like you're doing, right. they do absorb the energy Absolutely. of what you're repeating. Mm-hmm. So it becomes that cool
1: reminder of... Yes. like a power pack. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I tune into that depending on what the person is going through. I tune into like what crystals would be helpful and beneficial for that person yes. and... Yeah, and I always infuse it too with Reiki healing energy, being a Reiki master. So I always like they're empowered with that healing energy. So, yes. So if you're looking to get
0: a Mala, find Shelly at my website, fill out the form. She'll <laughs> make the tassels good too. Definitely. So, um, I love that when we were communicating about this, you you sent me a definition of healing mm-hmm. as an ongoing practice that actually isn't just today. It it isn't just tomorrow, mm-hmm. and it requires endurance. So tell, tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, I think it's not like, oh, I'm healed today, and no more. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. That like, would be cool. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a transformational experience that, is I think a forever ongoing thing and so you have to be compassionate towards yourself and you have to allow yourself to get vulnerable and endure whatever comes up and I think also it's hugely accepting your wholeness so honoring the dark and the light and everything that arrives and essentially like eventually coming to gratitude for all of it. And knowing that without all of it, you wouldn't be where you are, who you are. So coming to that, evolving and the growth through the healing—like we need the wholeness, all of it. The
0: idea of everything is a gift, right? Mm -hmm. Even though I sometimes say the packaging may not (laughs) arrive that nicely, sometimes. Um, So how do we? How do we do that then? How do we endure? It's, it, how do we it's, do the, 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 instead of the short spring, the full run or the
1: marathon? Mm-hmm. I think it's just a practice of patience and a practice of trust and just having faith that all the things that come, whether they're a challenge or what have you, it's in your highest and best. So that's what helps me. And I know that like everything that comes is like for my highest and best mm-hmm. self to get to that space.
0: Was there ever a situation where you didn't have that insight right away?
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh, I'm sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like you're in the middle of it and you're like, I know this is a gift, but it doesn't feel like a gift. Definitely,
1: (laughs) yeah, Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: So um, you also, Yeah, it takes courage. That was one of the other things you you said. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. To say, okay, you know what? Today I tried to jump over this obstacle (laughs) and I didn't have enough breath. Maybe I'll step back, I'll practice more breath and then next Mm -hmm. day day I will try again. Um, So the courage being also um, coming back to that, the heart connection, the Mm. compassion towards the self. Definitely. Um.
1: One other practice that
0: I want to ask you about is um, swamping. Yes,
1: okay. So, swamping is a tool actually that comes from the book by Mama Gina, and it's called Pussy. So, there, and it's all about it's just like sister goddesses and woman empowerment. And what it is, The swamping technique is to essentially move through your darkness back into the light. So honoring, once again, coming back to honoring wholeness. And we meet the third Friday of every month from 7 to 8.30 at Yoga Smith Portsmouth. And we meet in circle and we connect. We share who we are and anything that's going on for us. And it's an open space to share whatever you want. And you you don't have to share either. You can just be there for the experience. Um, And so you share what's up for you. And then we put on music and we move through it. So whether that's just dancing or it's throwing some pillows or rolling around on the floor or screaming. um, It's just this beautiful space of release. And at the end, everybody is just like so light and glowing and happy because they had that space. And they were a witness, too, like moving through their stuff. Mm. So we're there for each other. Um, it's just a beautiful sisterhood that mm. we're trying to grow more and more and spread the word of. So thank you for asking about yeah, that. Yes, so
0: we'll, we'll include some information about okay. that uh, for those of you living in the seacoast area yeah, of absolutely. New England, New Hampshire. Um when you are working with um, a healing client, um, what's happening? What do you think is happening uh, in for a Reiki client? Yeah, for like mm. a, for the energy healing. How does that process unfold for you?
1: So for me, like I always meet with my clients, we connect initially, and that's I always tell them, like no matter what we say, you're going to receive the healing on any layer of your being that needs it. It's more about calming the mental body so that when you get on the table you can relax and receive um and what's happening is essentially I'm the channel for you to your higher self so it's not me giving to you it's you receiving from yourself by showing up for yourself for that healing energy Mm -hmm. so I just chant I like make that connection for you for you and your higher self your highest and best and just for that energy to flow through me to you, for you to receive like whatever it is you need, that love and that light.
0: So when, um, let's say that, um, I know that when I'm working with someone, there's an element of fear sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, either the person doesn't quite um, understand or have experience with the process, or they have a, a part of themselves they haven't quite um, being able to touch yet, mm-hmm. and that feels scary. Um, what would you say to someone like that if they were worried about it
1: or having some fear? Or well, if you were working with someone like that? Hmm. I think I would just tell them to just be open to receive it, and knowing that it's always in their highest and best. Like everything is love and light. There's nothing negative that could come from Reiki. So you really don't have to have any fear because you're only receiving goodness and light and healing for you. So I think it's really easy for people to find like calm and ease in that knowing. Um, And once you get on the table, more than likely you fall asleep and just receive so much healing energy. Right. Yeah. And wake up like, Wow, what just happened that I feel great? (laughs) That's mostly what happens when people come out of the healing space. So uh, how do you self-heal? How do I self-heal? Honestly, a lot of it is in practicing what I'm teaching. So getting on my mat for yoga practice, um, practicing self-reiki at least once every day, um, and using my mala in my meditations. Also, I think a huge part of healing is connecting and sisterhood. So getting together with the people that support me and lift me up, my really good soul sisters, um, and getting out in nature, whether it's a walk in the woods or on the beach. Mm. That is like so healing for me.
0: Yes. That's I
1: nice. love that you mentioned the daily practice. So that's part of the endurance.
0: Um, mm. But I want to speak to, I think... Um, For me, as a mom, for instance, I don't always get that chance. Right. Meaning that as much as I'd love to, like practice movement, or for me, it's mantra dance, this movement that I'm working with for an hour, and then do another hour of meditation, oh, and then totally. do, you know, <laughs> <laughs> receive That'd some So for those of us who, let's say, and it varies, like, I mean, there are certain times in life you, you are able to get that time, and then there are others you're not able to. Mm-hmm. Let's say that, um, you know, we don't necessarily have time for a regular practice. What
1: do we do then? So for me, it's if I'm ever finding my mind like um, like frazzled or not pre- not present, it's coming to mantra like in whatever it is you're doing, like having mantra going on your mind. Um, when I'm falling asleep, it's practicing self reiki. So that you can do like when you're going to bed. So it's just finding like little pockets, inserting, um, breathing mindfully, like. If you're walking, like connecting to your breath, or if you're sitting, same thing. So, there, there are definitely ways to just like plant little seeds of the intention of yes, self care. Yeah, I love that. Even
0: like holding your tea mindfully, yeah, sipping mindfully.
1: Definitely. So,
0: little pockets. So, um, can you teach us a few mantras? Sure. <laughs> Maybe
1: we can't even chant. <laughs> Let's chant. Um, yeah, the first one that just arrived as soon as you said that is om gam ganapataye namaha which is chanting to ganesha who is known as the remover of obstacles so just removing any negativity any fear anything holding you back from what it is you need to do that's a really really good one i love that okay so how would you
0: how would we say that or chant that
1: to just chant
0: yeah <laughs> so, walk us through it just a little um, tiny ma- i mean we don't have to be wondering
1: repetitions <laughs> um, so i would just i just do it Om gam ga pata namaha, just like that okay and then you keep repeating out mm-hmm. loud
0: or internally yeah with the idea being the repetition itself is, i mean it's the, the the seed sound of Ganesh is gam, mm-hmm. right? Om meaning the uh, oneness in the universe. Mm-hmm. So you're you're beginning to, when you say om, gam, you're beginning to invoke the Ganeshness ness in the universe. Mm-hmm. And then when you say Ganapata, that's another name for Ganesh. And the ye is the Shakti insert, um, invoking or beginning to energize that word and then the namaha means i salute so i salute the force in me that i actually teach that as a unity mantra Mm. mantra of wholeness because when we salute the obstacles or the part of us who can move through them we're actually saluting our wholeness definitely so coming back to that
1: wholeness yes Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so it's a powerful mantra you could also just chant gum gum internally, mm-hmm. so that's the seed sound that sort of embodies the, the, the big flowering of the plant of the mantra that you can invoke. Um, that's beautiful, thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that. So um, in chanting though, I find the other piece for me is always, you. whenever you, and in any part of the, the practices, when you do something like a mantra, you sort of come face to face with yourself. Oh, absolutely! I always tell people when you start to chant or when you start to practice mantra like you know some people I used to teach this meditation or mantra class and some people would complain about their seat some people would complain about the you know the beads being too small or too big and I'm like it's not about all of that it's actually about you So uh, it's just another way of looking at life and saying, okay, what am I noticing right now? Like all of these things that seem to be coming up as little annoyances, Mm. what are they here to teach me and how can I be with them? Um, So um, is there anything else you would like to talk us about
1: in terms of healing? Um, If anybody is interested in a Reiki session, they can go on my website and use the you have it written down right here, the 20% off for the yes. first-time clients. So um, if you just type in first-time 20 off, you'll get the 20% yeah. off for And session. where are they going? Tell us about your... Oh, so my healing space is right downtown Portsmouth in the Yoga Smith studio.
0: Yes, and you can find... And the, the healing is also available as a distance healing, right? Yes, definitely. Healing. So the 21st cent off uh, coupon, we're going to share that in okay. the notes. And you can find out more about Shelly and her awesome work um, as a yogini, as a mala maker, as a mantra teacher at ShellyGrande.com. Mm-hmm. Shell to the world on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so thank you so much, Shelly. Thanks thank for you. coming wonderful. in and doing this and chatting with us. That's great. All right. Namaste. Namaste.